0: afternoon and the most high in the name of christ bless you i am josiah and welcome to our virtual living room where we examine recent events and other topics as they pertain to the holy scriptures we give all praises to the most high in christ and we give thanks for god's generous mercy grace and forgiveness this week we're going to delve a little bit into this whole conspiracy notion uh of that the criminal justice system is conspiring to imprison black men. And uh, there are some things that point to that's exactly what's going on. But, you know, one of the questions is, is how deep is this whole conspiracy thing? Is it isolated to one small incident here, another small incident there? Or is this like a a whole national conspiracy? where the federal government somehow is perpetrating some conspiracy on black men uh, to imprison them. So joining me here today in the virtual living room to discuss this, we have first off our brother Kazakia.
1: All praises, first and foremost to the Heavenly Father in Christ. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, shalom to the brothers accompanying me on the panel. Shalom to our listeners and uh, it's always uh, a good thing to be back to uh, to speak the word to Heavenly Father, in hopes that the listeners will receive uh, some education concerning the subject matter today.
0: And I'd also like to extend a warm welcome to our brother Yawanathan. Yes,
2: yeah, giving all praise to the Heavenly Father, giving all praises to the Heavenly Father and His Son Jesus Christ, our Savior. May edify and, and um, show repentance to everyone that's on listening. To the panel.
0: And last but not least, coming to the virtual living room to share some clarification through the scriptures is our brother Kabar.
3: Yes, shalom, brother. Brother Crawford, shalom to all the other brothers on the panel. I like to say good to be with you to the listeners. And as always, giving all praise on the glory to the Most High In the name of the Son, Jesus Christ, for this opportunity to bring forth his word as it is written in the Holy Bible. So shalom to all.
0: Well, brothers, this whole thing about uh, conspiracy, uh, you know, that whole notion of conspiracy, I'm kind of jaded about that stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know quite exactly how I feel about it. I remember being in college a uh, long time ago and hearing about a couple of different conspiracies. One was uh conspiracy surrounding the assassination of uh, JFK. Martin Luther King and then there was also one other conspiracy about the Tuskegee experiment and I listened to that stuff and didn't know exactly what to think about it and then years later it comes out that the Tuskegee experiment was basically where um, uh, you had black men in Tuskegee, Alabama that were intentionally given uh, I think it was syphilis just to see how they handled it just to see what happened. And they, were, they were being experimented with without them actually knowing that this is what was going on. These men, healthy men, were going into these clinics, getting these shots and so forth, thinking this is something that's going to help them, and they would come out, and years later they were dreadfully sick, and they would not treat them for the illness. They just wanted to find out what was going on with them. So that kind of changed my mind about this whole thing about conspiracy. And now we hear these things about there's conspiracy to imprison black men and then it, it, on on the surface you think oh that can't be possibly a conspiracy yeah these things happen you know that the, the, the population of uh in the prisons is disproportionately high for black men to other uh, ethnic groups but this can't possibly be a conspiracy but then there's um an article i ran across um just to highlight the point that there's some real validity to this whole conspiracy. This comes from a blog called Privacy SOS. And I'm not going to go through reading the whole thing. It's a uh, rather detailed um, uh, blog. When you click through all the links and everything, it goes into great detail on exactly how the conspiracy worked. But I'm going to read the summation of it, which which reads, and this, this was written uh, December 2nd, 2015. It says uh, documents leaked to a justice organization by police whistleblowers in Alabama revealed a decades-long conspiracy to plant guns and drugs on up to 1,000 innocent black men. The records also reveal a cover-up that reached the highest levels of law enforcement in the state, including the local district attorney and a police officer who went on to become the state's current head of Homeland Security. Some of the police officers involved in the corruption ring are apparently dedicated white supremacists. Now, seeing that lends so much credibility to this whole notion that there's a conspiracy to imprison black men because I mean obviously there's one but this is just located to this this is this is actually the Dothan Alabama Police Department and there was only one part of the department that was uh involved in drug enforcement the war on drugs narcotics division or something so we could look at this and this is this is just an isolated uh, situation there's no mass conspiracy but is there a mass conspiracy all right so uh, brothers what I want to do is to bring to light um, a couple of clips, and uh, I don't want to give too much away. I want. To, let me just go ahead and play the, the first clip, and and then we'll talk about a little bit about why I'm bringing this to the table.
4: Never could imagine trying to be a good mother would end me up in jail with a criminal record like I'm a predator out to hurt my kids who I live for. That's my world. Everything revolves around them. Everything I do is for my kids and because I didn't want them to commit another crime and did what I was raised to do and what my mom did to me. I'm a bad person and I don't think it's right at all because I'm mad and I really love my children to that yeah. Why? And to take me back to, to Friday when this happened. Just walk me through it. Friday, I was at work and my older son um, was inside and my neighbor was looking out and she called me and told me that I needed to get to my house that she seen my sons and their friends going in my house with bags of stuff, look like they broke into someone's house. So I was working right around the corner from my house. So. I left work, and in the process I made it to my house probably in three minutes. And they were actually in there with the stolen items. They were jumping out the window with some stuff. They had some running out of the door. So I just, you know, ran in the house and trying to catch them to stop to get the stuff so I could give it back. And I just grabbed the belt off of the dresser and whooped them. Like, I caught up many butt-whippings for, you know, not doing what I was told. And. They landed me in jail with a criminal record. Well, you're, you're still innocent until so you're proven guilty, so you don't quite have the criminal record yet, but you're accused of a, that's a serious crime. Yes, and they took my kids from me. Hmm. And they, I have to put them in someone else's <laughs> custody. They never stayed away from me. I'm all they have, and it it hurts. Six children. Yes. How old is your oldest? My oldest is 13, and 12, what? 10, 8 six and two. And you were just trying I don't to, know what was going to happen. You were trying to be a mom who didn't allow your kids to grow up and go to jail. Yes. I'm from New Orleans and I see it happening every day. It's a repeating cycle. Right now their dad is incarcerated. So that was my main thing. I have them in the best of schools. They're on the honor roll all throughout school. They're in magnet school. And they're just Being kids, being followers. So I thought I was showing them this is not what you do. You don't steal people's stuff, what they work hard for. I know how that feels. I didn't have my house broken into. But instead, I'm the bad guy for trying to discipline my kids and show them right from wrong. That's not what you do. I wasn't raised like that, and I won't allow y'all to go that way. What do you do now? I'm a chef at um, St. Joseph's. No no no, what do you do what do you do now? You're 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 leaving jail. You have to figure out what's next what's next for financiers. I don't know. I know I can't live without my children. That's that's who make me who I
3: am.
4: I live with them. That's all I have. And I don't know what I'm gonna do. The first step is to take. I don't know what's gonna go on. I don't know. What a remarkable story, though, to hear that someone heard your story of you just thinking you were trying to be a good mom and came to get you out of jail. Yes, her name is um, Miss Winter Applewhite. She has uh, come get me Bell Binds, and she just seen my story and wanted to help, wanted to reach out. And I appreciate her from the bottom of my heart because I don't know what I would have did. I don't have no family here. No one would have been able to come get me. And she did this out of the kindness of her heart, in her pocket, to come and get me. Now, uh,
0: Kazakia, you, you hear this woman pleading her heart out about this incident. All right. So she's been arrested because her children were stealing and bringing the stolen goods to her house. And she whipped them. And they came and arrested her because she whipped them. Go figure You know It it seems like she would be getting Some type of citizen's award or something For correcting her children And making them do what they're supposed to do And she was going to return the goods and all that And she gets arrested How does that make sense brother Doesn't that lend some credibility To this whole notion of a conspiracy theory
1: Well I'm I'm, going to answer that Probably the second question The third question first And that does not make any sense um, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword You let your children run amok uh, They end up in jail You're responsible You discipline your children You, 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 you bring out the belt Or you, you, you utilize uh, Some means of corporal punishment As a teaching tool So that they understand That what they're doing is wrong And, and, and you still get in trouble So it doesn't make any sense and it's a double edged sword. But I wanted to, I wanted to comment on your opening statement about about conspiracies. And, and it is mm-hmm. a conspiracy, believe it or not. And I want to read the scriptures that that, that that go into that if you don't mind. This is Psalms uh, this is the eighth song starting at uh, verse one. It says, Keep not thou silence, O God, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult. And they that hate thee have lifted up the head. Here's the point. Verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation, that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. For they have consulted together with one percent, they are confederate against thee. So, yes, that, that, that conspiracy... Uh, And it's a spiritual one, believe it or not, but that that conspiracy does exist. So when you read in verse 3, it states they have taken crafty counsel against our people and consulted against our hidden ones. Verse 4, they have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. Slavery, that was uh, one tool. And within slavery, of course, we were forbidden to have Bibles. We were forbidden to read the Bibles. We were forbidden to carry Bibles as well. If we were caught, then we suffer the uh, heinous and cruel <laughs> penalties for the offense. so that's just one example of that crappy counsel that 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 the heathen or other nations have taken against us so as to separate us from our power, which is the Lord of God almighty, to separate us from who we are, to separate us from the culture that the scriptures in the holy Bible Uh, Gave us as a people But Before we can really point the fingers At traffic councils and conspiracies We also must First and foremost point the fingers At ourselves Because the Heavenly Father gave us his commandments He gave us his laws He gave us his statutes And instead of obedience We chose disobedience And now we suffer The conspiracy We suffered the lynchings, and nowadays we suffer uh, things such as being put in jail for showing love to our children like we're supposed to uh, because of our disobedience and our unwillingness to follow the scriptures, to follow the Heavenly Father. So all these things uh, point back to us, first and foremost, and our shortcomings in following the Heavenly Father, and subjecting ourselves in obedience to the teachings of Jesus Christ. Now, it is unfortunate the things that happen to this mother, but going back to your conspiracy uh, concept, that's very that's a lot of very much real because the Scriptures even tell us, the Scriptures tell us that we're supposed to exercise that corporal punishment, that discipline upon our children, but the world, this society that we live in, being And as gross darkness as it is, as it is, that type of practice which is found in the Bible that we are supposed to do, that type of practice is frowned upon, and and, and is considered an evil act punishable by uh, time in jail. All
0: right, well, thank you for that, brother. You know, uh, so we're talking about the depth of the conspiracy. So you're bringing out how it is that actually a spiritual conspiracy uh kabar here's another clip if you thought that first clip was just an isolated incident you know this only happened just one time period or or maybe it happened one time every 50 years here's another instance that happened just recently
5: i'm not a bad person 70 year old norma tassant pulled the switch off her front hedges stripped the leaves and used it to punish her 12 year old great granddaughter
2: and i went back in the house and i whooped her on her own.
5: Upset, the girl threatened to dial nine one one.
2: I asked, her, I said, "Well, you want to call the police on me?" She said, "Yes, I said, I'm calling them."
5: And sure enough, at least four Hot Springs police officers showed up to her home Monday morning. According to an incident report, Norma and the girl both told police it stemmed from the twelve-year-old not throwing away food and talking back.
2: asked, you gonna give me some lip? By what you're not going to do, they do this to you, they'll think they can do anything with it and get away with it."
5: And you'd be hard pressed to find anyone who agrees with Norma's arrest. Hundreds of people commented on our Facebook post sharing the arrest. The most liked comments include Shannon who said she has learned that she can be a brat and the grandmother or any adult can't punish her. Roy said, I had a switch used on me so many times when I was young that kept the trees pruned in the yard. Mark's shaking his head, commenting that reading this article just angers me. She disciplined her granddaughter. That's it. This world is backwards. And Keith wants police to leave that lady alone. I love my grandmother with all my heart, and she switched me plenty. Well, really? God in heaven, this world is doomed. Norma said an officer told her she should have done it on the girl's bottom, but Norma says she's not going to do it again.
2: No, because I don't think I want to go to jail again, but she got to learn some kind of thought. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay, Kabar, here you have this woman really seriously going old school because I remember growing up, and I remember the switch from the hedges. I mean, literally exactly that. Grandmother, grandfather, mother, father, get the switch, and right on the spot, you get corrected. So now here's this grandmother doing what I knew that you, as a parent, that you're supposed to do all my life. I've known that this is what you're supposed to do. You, you know, you have a child that's back-talking you. You do not tolerate that one moment. Here's this 12-year-old girl is back-talking, not her mother, not her grandmother, but her great-grandmother. How much disrespect that you're going to back-talk your great-grandmother or any of your parents? And her great-grandmother did what she was supposed to do. She corrected her, and she went to jail Great grandmother the police show Up and take the great Grandmother to jail Because mentions mentions Spirit conspiracy you know The general public is seeing some Type of carnal natural uh, Criminal justice System conspiracy So Kabar, Give me your take on this situation
3: Well you know <clears throat> you, you really have To look at the details and things that Are going on um, I'll just state flat out, this is the scripture's uh, point of view on it as far as how we're supposed to deal with our children. Proverbs 22 and 6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. So we're supposed to discipline our children, guide them, teach them according to the commandments, so that they understand right the difference between right and wrong. Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 24. He that spareth his rod, meaning uh, the instrument you're using to chastise your child, he that spareth his rod, hateth his son, but he that loveth him, chasteneth him often. Excuse me, chasteneth him be times, meaning early. So it shows you that there will be times when corporal punishment, that means physically punishing your children, not verbally, but physically punishing your children, will be necessary. and. It, it, it's, uh, it's critical But the thing is we also have to understand There is a way you do it And the scriptures give us guidance On all aspects Number one, it needs to be done Number two, how it is To be done the right way When you look in the scriptures Ecclesiastes chapter 30 and verse, verse 12 The scriptures tell you Bow down his neck while he is young And be them all the time While he is a child unless you wax stubborn and be, and be disobedient and so bring sorrow to me. So, uh, like was mentioned Little, in
0: Can can I, can I stop you right there, bro? And I just want to uh, play uh, just a small snippet from that previous clip of the grandmother. Mm-hmm. One thing that was said that, that may have been uh, glazed over by a lot of folks. So, here's, here's that small snippet.
5: Norma said an officer told her she should have done it on the girl's bottom, but Norma says she's not going to do it again.
0: Now, I don't know if that was missed or not, but uh, that kind of speaks to exactly what you're bringing out now about beating them on the sides. Because uh, exactly. what this, what the clip brought out is that she hit the child on her arm or on her wrist.
3: On her arm, on the wrist. Um, And, you know, they didn't go into the details of what the child's arms looked like, whether it had a welt, whether it was lacerations, laceration, whether it was a break of the skin. Who knows? But it goes to show you, that when we do things according to the Scriptures in a manner and method that the Scriptures per, uh, provide, it puts us in a better position to, number one, Romans chapter 13, being in line with the laws of the land and being in line with the commandments of God and avoiding a lot of the difficulties. I would just go back and note um,
6: uh,
3: in, in the uh, Louisiana case, okay, uh, some of the things that was mentioned in the story was the woman was a, was charged with cruelty to juveniles. Uh, the article also says it's the uh, ABC News article, <clears throat> I just read a paragraph that says, parents have the right and obligation to discipline their children. Um, I'm, I'm going to jump down from there. But basically, third or fourth uh, paragraph that says, the thir- 13-year-old and 10-year-old told detectives they was whipped with an RCA cord, and the 12-year-old said he was whipped with a belt, the affidavit uh, said. And then it's further on in the article was noted that to the 12-year-old, laceration to his left arm that did break the skin. So we have to understand, yes, he's supposed to discipline our children, but one, we're doing it for their benefit for correction and repentance. Not because we're upset and we want to think and get our frustration out on them because they did something wrong. Yes, you're going to be upset. Yes, you're going to be frustrated. But you have to understand the purpose of what, what you're about to do as far as the correction, using corporal punishment, is to show them and guide them the right way, not to vent your frustration and anger. So you have to calm down, reassess and think about it, and then first give them the instructions out of the scriptures, meaning... Here's what, here's what the scripture says. This is why you're getting chastised because of the wrongdoing and the thing you committed so that they understand that first and foremost, and then there's further punishment because of those things and you, and you chastise them using corporal punishment, but the right way. Um, I, I, I know we, I've gotten beat with a scripture before. Um, sometimes it wasn't uh, all that bad. Sometimes it was, you know, you know, a little, a little severe, um, gotten beaten with an extension cord. That is not the way you're supposed to beat your children. You're not supposed to use wires or or wicks or pots and pans or punch them in the face or any of those things. The scriptures tell you how you're supposed to do it. Number one, in the in the right spirit, in the spirit of Christ for their correction. Two, beating them on the side and not going ham on them. Another thing I would like to mention is, We've already discussed that we're supposed to discipline our child and how we're supposed to do it the proper way, according to the scriptures. But then let's back up and look at certain other things. Certain uh, Romans chapter 13 law of the land being in line with being in with God aspects. Uh, number one, in Georgia and in Louisiana, corporal punishment is allowed. You have uh, parental rights that are there. Um, even even corporal punishment in the schools are allowed. There is just a way that it's supposed to be done. Uh, this is from uh, statelaws.com. Uh, when you have uh, a tab dealing with learn about the laws, it talks about Georgia corporal punishment and public schools. There similar laws like this in Louisiana where that case happened, and it tells you corporal punishment of public schools, which may include spanking and paddling, uh, has been outlawed in more than half the states. But the practice is still allowed in Georgia with certain restrictions, and it tells you what those restrictions are. Part of it being, it can't be used as a first line of defense. It can't be done with cruelty uh, and unusual punishment, and certain other guidelines. When you deal with parental rights and corporal punishment, um, this is from the WorldOut.net as far as uh, parental privilege in executing corporal punishment. It um, says. Parents accused of inflicting excessive punishment on their children are sometimes prosecuted for crimes such as assault, battery, child abuse, and murder or murder. So we have to that goes right into the method that we're using and making sure we're not coming out of the guidelines. And you see in many cases, like was mentioned in the case of Forest being on her side, that if we stay within certain guidelines, we're not going to have any problem with the law. No, the grandmother should chastise her child. It should not stop the practice because it's not illegal. The scriptures say we should do it, and it is a good practice. All that needs to be adjusted is the method in which it is done. And if we follow the guidelines of the scriptures, we'll be fine.
0: All right, bro. Well, thank you for uh, bringing out those things in scriptures. Um, you want to? There is uh, another situation uh, that I want to present by way of a clip, and this has to deal with something. It's got a little bit of a twist to it. This this has to deal probably more with the results of someone not being disciplined. So here's the clip.
6: Homeowner fights back shooting and killing a would-be burglar. Police say she shot and killed the teenage thief while he was climbing out of her window. CBS Four's Gabby Felishman is live at the scene with the latest. Gabby. Vanessa, neighbors tell me that this home has been burglarized in the past, which is why the homeowner set up these surveillance cameras. Detectives say the security system actually alerted the homeowner of the break-in last night. We did get a chance to speak with the sister and the cousin of the young man who was killed, and they say they don't understand why that homeowner had to take matters into her own hands instead of waiting for police. I don't care if she has her gun license, her rights or any of that, that is um, way beyond the law, way beyond. Relatives of 17-year-old Trayvon Johnson are angry the teenager was shot and killed last night by a homeowner who police say was protecting her property. He was not supposed to die like this. He had a future ahead of him. Trayvon had goals. He was a very funny guy. He was very big on education. He loved going to school. He loved learning. Last night, Miami-Dade police say the D.A. Dorsey Technical College student burglarized a home south of 79th Street near I-95, just blocks away from where he lives. Detectives say the 54-year-old homeowner was alerted of the break-in by her security system. With officers (laughs) already on their way, she rushed home to check things out, and police say she was armed.
5: She observed a subject exiting the home through the rear.
6: According to detectives, there was a confrontation and one shot was fired. Johnson was pronounced dead at the hospital. Hey, what's wrong with her? did not have to shoot him. There's no reason that she should have waited until after he walked out the yard to if try if to shoot him. If she caught the like, police already, then why would she shoot him? Relatives say they don't believe Johnson stole anything from the home, but detectives would not confirm that. You have to understand, you have to look at it from every um, child's point of view that was raised in the hood. How he going to get his, his money to have clothes to go to school? While the investigation continues into whether the shooting was justified or not, DETECTIVES WANT TO REMIND THE PUBLIC THAT IF POSSIBLE, IT'S BEST NOT TO TAKE THESE TYPES OF SITUATIONS INTO YOUR OWN HANDS.
5: THERE'S ANY TYPE OF SITUATION
0: THAT HAPPENS OR THEY BELIEVE uh, THERE'S A BURGLARY AT THEIR HOME OR ANY TYPE OF CONFRONTATION,
5: DIAL 911. HAVE THE POLICE GO OUT AND MAKE THAT CONFRONTATION. THAT'S WHAT WE'RE HERE FOR.
6: And POLICE SAY THE HOMEOWNER IS COOPERATING. SHE WAS TAKEN IN FOR QUESTIONING LAST NIGHT BUT SO FAR NO CHARGES HAVE BEEN FILED AGAINST HER. We're told that the state attorney's office is still reviewing the case. Live from Northwest Miami, Dave, Gabby Fleishman, CBS4 News.
0: All right, I guess, you know, the thing here that uh, it doesn't really surprise me so much, I guess, that, uh, you know, you would have a situation where a thief would break in someone's house and the thief would actually end up losing their life as a result of the break-in. What does kind of surprise me, Iwantan, is that, his family, the the way they're supporting him and defending him. Does that surprise you at all?
2: No, it doesn't. Because the whole matter that we're speaking of, yes, there's a conspiracy against us. And like the brother says, and more than uh, more power on the side that we are doing this to ourselves. We put ourselves in these positions And all of this stuff is going on Because like the brothers brought out We refuse to turn to the Lord And put on his wisdom I I just want to read some things Um, Ecclesiasticus chapter 17 In verse 1 says The Lord created man on the earth And turned him into it again So the Heavenly Father Made man out of the earth We sit here for a set amount of time. Don't the scriptures say 70 years plus some? Um, if it's the Lord's will, then we go right back to the dust. Well, in the midst of that, those years on earth, this verse 6 says this, Counsel and a tongue, and eyes, ears, and a heart, gave he them to understand. So the Heavenly Father gave us things to understand. What? Righteousness. He, the Heavenly Father wants us to understand righteousness. Okay? And hearing this, this family crying about something, okay, that they—they're not crying about righteousness. They—they're crying about losing someone, whether it be right or mm-hmm. wrong. They're crying about this. And I'm, I'm gonna read mm-hmm. on. It says, "With all he, with all he filled them with the knowledge of understanding and showed them good and evil." But the thing is, we refuse the good and love the evil. Exodus chapter twenty. And I'm gonna read verse fifteen. it's simple. If it came from the Lord, and the Lord said this, Thou shalt not steal. Why is his cousins and his sisters or who or whoever that those women young women are saying he gotta he gotta survive, this is how he gotta survive, and all this other stuff, when the Lord says, Thou shalt not steal. And furthermore, on top of that, the Heavenly Father said in Exodus twenty two, Chapter 22, verse 2, if a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die, like this young man, the lady, we don't know the circumstances. the have the scriptures say that weigh a matter or examine all sides of it. But the point of the matter is the man broke into the, the 54-year-old woman's house. She went there, found him breaking in his house. So it says if a thief be found breaking up and be smitten that he die, that's your there shall no blood be shed for him. So just like the lady in charge of no no crime yet, because this man shouldn't have been stealing like the Lord said, thou should not steal it, because you rejected, because you got to have the new shoes or whatever instead of getting a job. Like this. like everybody from Adam had a job. Everybody from Adam had, even evil people who hate the Lord got a job making ends meet, okay? But you didn't want to have one. You want to break up and steal somebody's stuff. You got what you deserve. All right? And then for the people crying, it's no marvel that they're crying because we refuse the the word of the Heavenly Father. We love sin, and we grew up in a culture of sin. And that's all we understand because we reject Christ. We, re, we, we reject this Bible. And this is where we're at now. But the answer is repentance if we accept it. Back to you, bro. All
0: right. You want to thank you so much for bringing that out, uh, brothers? You know, it looks like there is some amount of conspiracy, but would you agree, Kazakia, that um, most of the stuff that it seems like we're bringing this stuff on ourselves? You know, you got, you know, people uh, selling drugs, you got people uh, stealing, you got people committing murder, so on and so forth. So uh, aren't we or are we not bringing this on ourselves?
1: We are definitely bringing this on ourselves. Um, Say that again? Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me out? Yes. Okay, I was saying we are definitely bringing it on ourselves because the Heavenly Father gave us the scriptures. He gave us his laws, commandments, and statutes. He even gave us Christ, which is the example of the perfect understanding and application of his commandments, his laws, and statutes. And we see... Still want to be rebellious. We still want to do what we want to do and lean on our own understanding instead of uh, leaning on wisdom and understanding of the Heavenly Father and the scriptures. See, everybody wants to take the uh, take the Bible and say it's, it's a it's a fairy tale book or it's a book of myths or a book of good stories, what the song and wise sayings. But the power of the Heavenly Father, which rests in the wisdom application of His wisdom. Is found in these pages The problem is We don't want to open up the scriptures And and and, and apply What the scriptures tells us To apply and, uh, From what we're supposed to eat To how we're supposed to interact With each other Even down to how we're supposed to Raise our children So when you read Isaiah chapter 44 and uh, verse 24 It says who gave Jacob for a spoil, Jacob meaning Israel, us, so-called Negroes, okay? Who gave Jacob for and Latinos? Who gave Jacob for a spoil, and Israel to the robbers? Did not the Lord he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his laws. So not only do you have the question in that verse in Isaiah chapter 42, verse 24, you also have the answer to that question in that same verse. I'll read it again. Who gave Jacob for spoil and Israel to the robbers? In other words, who is it that's allowing these calamities and atrocities and these trials and tribulations to fall upon us? The answer is in that same verse. Did not the Lord he against whom we have sinned? For they would not walk in His ways, neither were they obedient unto His law. So, in other words, the reason why these things are happening to us—conspiracies and, and 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 we uh, our people being incarcerated for trying to do the right thing by disciplining their children—is because we are not being obedient to the commandments of the heavenly Father. But there is still. An answer There is still a remedy And that remedy is Jesus Christ That remedy is repentance And applying The scriptures Applying his example And above and beyond Being examples to our children And teaching them The will of the Lord And teaching them how to serve And be obedient to God Now I'm going to finish reading verse 25 Reading uh, in verse 25 Therefore he has poured upon him the fury of his anger and the strip of battle, and it has set him on fire round about. Yet he know not, and it burned him. Yet he laid it not to heart. So all that means is the heavenly Father, in his fury and his anger against us for our disobedience, is allowing these things to happen to us, but we don't understand. We're not recognizing. We're not recognizing that. Hey, wait a minute. It's the Lord that's allowing these things to happen to us. We're not recognizing, hey, wait a minute, the reason why I'm struggling so on the reason why my children are acting the way they're acting and, 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 and they, they're committing crimes is because I'm not doing my job as a parent slash servant of the Lord and teaching them how to follow Christ and teaching them the commandments of God. So before we can look at anybody else and blame anybody else, and talk about conspiracies, we've got, we got to first deal with ourselves and examine ourselves, like the Scripture says in 2 Corinthians 13 and 5. And lastly, allow me to read Daniel chapter 9 and verse 11, and it says, Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey the voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us. Now, what curse is it that Daniel is referring to? The curse in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. When you read Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 through 15 explains to us the blessings that we as a nation will receive for our obedience. Verses 16, all the way down to verse 68, explains to us the curses that we will receive for our disobedience. Right about now, looking at all the atrocities and the hardships that, that, that have been happening to our people, as well as uh, the heinous and cruel acts that have been perpetrated against our people, we're living in the time of the curses. Nonetheless, Daniel chapter 9 and 11, once again, Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath, That is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. The bottom line is, we are a rebellious, hard-hearted, stiff-necked, stubborn people, and we are constantly rebelling against the Lord God Almighty. And as a result of our constant rebellion, our constant stiff neck, our constant hard hearts, the Heavenly Father is punishing us, has punished us, and is continuing to punish us. However, we now have Christ so that we can see the error of our ways. We can see our, uh, our shortcomings, and then we can repent, and we have Christ now to show us through his teachings as well as his word, I mean, as well as his actions, how we're supposed to live and how we're supposed to serve the Lord.
0: All right. Can we'll, ask you that yeah, absolutely. Uh,
2: uh, I mean,
0: go, go ahead, Yuanathan.
2: Right, because the whole problem is like the two examples that we brought out—the mother and the grandmother—they're doing things the way they thought is right, like they've been brought mm-hmm. up, okay, mm-hmm. and they got to learn how to do how the Most High Christ say to do what it, which is right, okay. We got to stop looking at things how we want to do it because whatever, emotions or whatever, and do the things the way the Lord says to do it, okay? Because that's mm-hmm. the game, and that's the game that keep other people off of us, and there won't be no um, conspiring to set you and destroy you because in the long run, if we don't do what the Lord says, that child is going to grow up Well, you can't hit me. And that's not according to what the scriptures say. Then eventually he's going to go to jail, and he's going to keep on the same trend. Okay, if you give me a chance, I'm going to read this, uh, Judas, the fifth chapter, verse 20 and verse 21. It says, Now therefore, my Lord, this this is what some heathens said about the children of Israel when they were trying to consider a council destroying them, which is what's going on now. And it says, now therefore, my lord and governor, if there be any error in this people, and they sin against their God, well beating your kid with a cord, wrapping them around the arm, busting them in the head, or having cuts and stuff, that's sinning in the of the heavenly father. The heavenly father told us to beat our children on their side. And the cop said, look, if you would have beat that kid on the bottom, we wouldn't even have, we wouldn't be talking about this. So I'm going to read it again. So that's sin and that's error So because they don't want to do what the Lord says. Therefore, we go into jail. And then everybody crying about, oh, the mother, the grandma in jail. Well, if she would have done things right, the police would have never came. I'm going to right. read it. It says, now, right. now therefore, my Lord and government, if there be any error in this people and they sin against their God, let us consider that this shall be their ruin. And it was their ruin. And let us go up, and we shall overcome them. Those mothers was overtaken because they erred, But now on the flip side, verse 21, But if there be no iniquity in their nation, let my Lord now pass by, lest the Lord defend them, and their God be for them, and we become a reproach before all the world. So if they would have done right, examine the matter. Look, you can't still beat the child, beat the child on neck, butt like the Lord says. Then if the police would have came to them, they they could have been like, we did what the law says, we did what the Lord says, and it would have been uh, um, in a discussion apology by the the DA and everyone else because they didn't do anything in there. But that ain't the case. And on top of that, the grandmother says what? Well, I'm not going to beat the child anymore. I don't want to go to jail. Well, why don't you say, well, I'm going to do it the way the scriptures say I'm going to stay on top of this knucklehead grandchild of mine until she gets Excellent it worked point. out. I'm going to stay on top of this kid till she works it out, okay? And then, and then, but I'm going to do it the way the scriptures say, and then everything would have been fine. But you don't get that. You don't get that from our people because we got it right, and this book is all wrong. Back to you, brother. Excellent.
0: Excellent point, Iwanathan. Excellent point. Kabar, I think you, you, were, that, you wanted to bring something out.
3: Yeah, because... You know, we look at this situation and we constantly see, you know, how people at a disadvantage and disenfranchised uh, rights being trampled on, so on and so forth. It, for the most part, it's our fault because we broke the most commandments and put ourselves in this position. But you do have the nations taking advantage and uh, uh, worsening the oppression. Okay. But the thing we have to understand is the difference between Israel and the nations. So, Amos chapter 3 and verse 2, it tells us, You only, meaning Israel, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. That's what the Mosiah is telling us as a nation. You got other nations... We could take the same example. You got whether you want to call white boys, Chinese, whoever, can do the same exact acts and worse and just get on by and nothing happens. So what? That don't got nothing to do with us. We're the Lord's people. So when we do it, we're going to get chastised for it. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to understand because the Lord has that relationship and covenant with us. So to whom much is given, much is required, like Christ said. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 11. Here's why the Lord corrects us and doesn't leave us to go into our own way and do the, do things the way we want to do them, like the nation does. Jeremiah 30 and 11. For so I am with thee, saith the Lord, to save thee, though I make a full end of all nations, whether I have scattered thee. And I'll swing back around and touch on that. So, we were, you know, we were bought slave congo ships, slave, the triangle slave trade all over the world. Every nation had, had their way with us, so on and so forth. The most I say, he's going to make a full end of it. I'll come back to that. He goes on to say, But yes, will I not make a full end of thee, meaning Israel? There's a difference there in how the Lord is dealing with us nations and with the other nations. It goes on. But I will correct thee in measure, right? So right back to, for all your iniquities, we're going to get jacked up. We can't just let it slide this time like the other nations. No. So for all, but I will correct thee in measure and will not leave thee altogether unpunished. So we have to understand this difference that the Mosiah is making between the nation of Israel and the all, of, all the other nations. We get, as we sin, we get punished. The nations... They commit sin until they fill up the measure and then the Most High eliminates them. Okay? You can go into Deuteronomy chapter 7 and read when the Most High sent us again. Those powerful seven nations, we were supposed to wipe them off the face of the earth. We didn't do that. We found out that we there was a whole bunch of problems because we didn't haunt them to the Most High. But we have to understand this difference between the nations in Israel and why. They can get away with stuff up until a certain point, but we don't get away with nothing. So we gotta understand, relegate ourselves to the justice of the Most High, and understand any end is going to be for our benefit. I don't, I don't care about which, which justice the white man or the nations or whoever it wants to give me at a particular time. I'm not looking for that justice. I don't want no geopolitical, socioeconomic economic solution to this. I want the most high solution And the most high solution is Zechariah chapter 2 and 8 For thus saith saith the Lord of hosts After the glory Hath he sent me Unto the nations which spoiled you That's really going into Christ When he comes with these judgments And what's going to happen to these nations And the wicked of our people After the glory Hath he sent me unto
1: the nations Which spoiled you Meaning
3: spoiled Israel Slave trade Injustices, what we're seeing going on right now. Now here's what the scripture say. For well, he that touches you, touches the apple of his eye, meaning the most high eye. The most high intends to grind these nations into powder and blow them into oblivion to be forgotten forever. That's the solution I want. I don't want your little court decision. So I people want you to say, you know what, we want to do it, we got to do it, but the most sovereign is ultimate uh, salvation for Israel and punishment for these nations, then we're going to see justice served. Until then, we have to apply the scriptures, obey the laws of the land according to the way the Most High laid out for us in Christ, and maintain in His word and doctrine of Christ, and we're going
0: to be fine. Well, Kabbar I can tell you, bro, uh, hearing uh, that solution, the, the justice that you want, that uh, definitely brings a smile to me, bro. But I can see how uh, there are people out there, brothers, that would ask one question about everything that you brought out and say, you're perfectly right about all that. I agree with you. This is the way you should do things when it comes to raising your children, chastising your children, the, the method that you use to exercise corporate punishment. I agree with all that. But keep in mind, we got a situation in Dothan, Alabama, which is uh, likely over now in Dalton, Alabama, but there could be some other part of the nation where this still exists, where police policemen are planting guns and drugs on young black men, on black men, and as a result of this, they are falsely imprisoned. How do you protect yourself from that? Anybody, what what does someone do to protect themselves? from being falsely
1: imprisoned. The main remedy that you use you use to protect yourself from uh, uh, being being uh, uh, mistreated or Ill, ill-treated by the powers that be is by repentance and following Christ. Um, allow me a second because I'm looking for the scripture right now. Um, it's, it's uh, there shall no evil. Brother, tell me about that. There shall no evil you know, happen to him there it is. Please bear with me. I'm looking for that scripture. There shall no, no evil happen to him that... Yep, there it is. Proverbs 12 and 21. I apologize. Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 21. It says, uh, <clears throat> There shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. So when we're talking about no evil happen to the just, We're not. We're, the scripture is not referring to... The just of this world, or the persons that's following the steps of justice according to this society. The scriptures is referring to the just, the man or the woman that's following the path of justice according to, thus saith the Lord. In the scriptures, there's a difference because society has its own uh, uh, criteria, if you will, for what's just, for what's right, for what's appropriate, and what's acceptable. The most high has his own set of criteria as to what's just, what's right, what's appropriate, and what's acceptable. So now the point of the matter is if we truly want to put ourselves in a position in which persons aren't bothering us or persons aren't trying to take advantage of us or ill-treat us or abuse us, we have to make sure that we're following the most high criteria of that which is just. So uh, with that, I also want to read Proverbs chapter 16. Bear with me a second. This is Proverbs chapter 16 and uh, verse 7, and it states, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So now, how do we, and, and this is a question, a rhetorical question, but it's a question that has to be put out there. So that our, our our people and the listeners of the show understand how many of us are doing the things that please the Heavenly Father. How, much, how many of us are doing things that don't please the Heavenly Father? There's something to ask. and something to think about. Here again, let me read the scripture. <clears throat> when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. So a few examples of how a man's ways please the Lord is, of course, repentance. That's one example. The main example is repentance putting all the fruits of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the goodness, the temperance, that faith. That's another example. Following the teachings of Christ, patterning your life, lifestyle, how you live, how you deal with your wife, with your children, in society, period. That's, uh, uh, that's another example of uh, a man's ways that please the Lord. So with our actions, our thoughts are in line with Thus saith the Lord out of the scriptures, like the Lord says, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. The heavenly father will make it so that no one will have a quarrel or anything or offended finger point or anything to say against that man or that woman. All it takes is repentance and the application of thus saith the Lord out of the scriptures. You know,
3: also... Speaking on that point, Josiah. Um, okay. Well, getting framed. What about? Okay, I'm I'm innocent. I'm going to jail, and I'm innocent. You know, and I, drugs or guns are planted on me. But we gotta look at this question of innocence. Oh, the scriptures tell us all men have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The, mm-hmm. the real issue that we're really debating here is: we want to crawl with the Most High. About the punishment he's choosing to bring on us for sin, we want to say, "Hey, I'm an I'm a adulterer and fornicator. So, well, why am I getting framed for this gun and this thing over here? I'm innocent from that. Yeah, you okay? So you're innocent from that, but you're guilty of uh, fornication and sin. So you want to crawl with the Most high because this is being brought upon you instead of something else you think is more aligned with your sin or, or, or transgression. You get judgment." Okay, the scriptures tell you, Psalm 37, verse 23, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. He delighteth in his way. So it's the Most High guiding that good man, that man who's applying the commandments and walking according to his, his will in Christ. He's, he's guiding that person, protecting that person. Proverbs 21 and 1, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As rivers of water, he turneth it with whoever he will. The Most High is fully in control of all of this stuff going down. The king, the rulers, whoever the Most High, ultimately got control over them and what they're going to do. But ultimately, we could jump to Proverbs, excuse me, Romans chapter 13 and verse one. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. So we got to understand. I can personally relate to what you're talking about. I grew up mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and I would, the detectives would be in my neighborhood all over the place. I'd be going to the store, coming from work, going to school, and vehicles would drive up on the, on, onto the sidewalk. I would be surrounded by detectives in plain clothes, not knowing what's going on, and white men would jump out of the vehicles, pull guns, and, and slam me up against the wall. And then I would get groped and search for weapons. They could have easily planted whatever they wanted on me. Drugs, guns, everything you're talking about right now never happened. Never happened. How come? How come it happened to certain people and not others? That's guidance Good of the question. from the Heavenly Father. Guidance and mercy mm-hmm. from the Heavenly Father. That's why. So I, I threw that anecdote in there while we was reading Romans 13 so we could get an understanding. I'll start again. Romans 13 and 1. Let every soul be so subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Right back to that, he he at the king's heart, he's controlling like rivers of water. These are they are these powers are ordained of God. He's ultimately in control. Okay, jump down to verse three. What does it say? For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. So if they're being a terror, planning this and planning that. Who is that happening to? Why is that happening? Because we gotta say, innocence, innocence innocent or guilt is not determined by what we think. Innocence or guilt is determined by the commandments and the doctrine of Jesus Christ. That's how we have to measure it when we're looking at innocence or guilt and how the Most High is gonna mete out judgment. The scripture says, rulers are not a terror to good works, so you don't gotta worry about that. But to the evil, wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Here's the point. Do that which is good, and thou shalt find praise of the saints. These saints are rulers that you're being terrorized by. Do what's good, live according to, live according to the commandments, and you're going to receive praise from them same type of people. He's a law abiding citizen. This person is a good example in the community. This person is a benefit to their people. Blah, blah, on and on and on. So we have to understand listen, ultimately, is in the hand of the Most High. When we walk according to his ways, we're going to have that protection. And a lot of these things are coming down on our people, but sin
0: will not be coming down on us when we apply Christ. All right. Well, bro, you're bringing out some really good points, but um, one thing I'd like to ask all you brothers, you know, uh, you got extensive knowledge uh, through the scriptures, apparently to anybody listening in. Uh, So, um, you know, maybe there's an example, maybe in the scriptures where someone was falsely accused and you know somehow in that situation where they were falsely accused, that somehow you know the Most High rescued them. Maybe you know is there any example like
1: that? Oh you. Yeah. yeah, you have one. Yeah, uh, You got the sister. Uh, okay, uh,
0: just just one example. What the, the okay. best oh, yeah. example come you can more, come you up
1: with? Well,
3: look at thank you. you. When you look into the book of Daniel, you had certain rulers in the kingdom of, uh, accusing Daniel of certain things. He was thrown into lions' den, but the Most High protected him, guided him, and got him out of that situation. And those same rulers that was a terror to him, why not what praising him and exalting not only him but but the God of Israel and the God that he served for him having that faith and the Most High bringing out, meeting out the justice and the judgment in that situation. So. So, I mean, the scriptures are replete with them. I'm bringing you one prominent example in the scriptures, but like the brothers brought out, there's many. So, yeah, so the even-so that means that
5: that
0: those that that are obedient to God are not impervious to the evil that uh, 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 takes place with anybody else, but they may receive a better outcome than other folks will. Is that fair to say?
3: Yeah, she, yes, but but see, we, when we look at outcome, we have to understand ultimate outcome, not just, you know, this physical life being in time. You know, the ultimate outcome is eventually, we, like the scripture says, we can't fear those who can destroy the body, but the ones mm-hmm. who can destroy both body and soul in hell. So we got to say, yes, look at the example of Paul. He was in prison many times, and the Lord got him out. Sometimes through legal means, through the system, Sometimes he kicked a hole in the wall, and the angels say, You know what? Time to get out of here. Both time and, and Peter. So the thing is, the Most High will provide a way for us to escape injustices that happen upon us. But like the scripture says, We have to receive those things cheerfully and then take toward the Most High and wait for His outcome and not try to produce our own. And ultimately, just like uh, um, uh, John the Baptist, he was beheaded. But ultimately, his aim for walking in Christ and being that example is going to be the kingdom of heaven. So, how's that outcome? And that person that beheaded him, who murdered him, guess what outcome they're going to have? Sin and destruction. So, it goes. Mm-hmm. the ultimate outcomes we have to understand are really in the hands of the Lord. If we can't look at this thing in a carnal, earthly way. we got to understand it from a spiritual perspective.
0: Okay. Well, brothers, is there anything else that you want to uh, bring to the table on on this subject?
2: Yeah, uh, go ahead,
3: brother. Yep. You okay, want to?
2: If, if I, yeah, just to add on about that that prison thing. Christ even told us that we. Should, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. It's uh, Matthew the tenth chapter. On the flip side of doing, yeah, you can go to prison for evil, but you can also go to prison just. Like for what we're doing right now, teaching the word of the Heavenly Father. Matter of fact we had brothers in this church on other occasions that were put in prison for trying to help our people do what's right. But the matter came out just like it did in the scriptures.
5: Okay? Mm-hmm. They,
2: the mm-hmm. Heavenly Father brought them out of that of the dungeon and they continued on speaking in the word of the Heavenly Father. So we can get um we can get put in prison for our evil works and we can get put in prison for doing the righteous works in the name of Christ's sake. Because Christ told us in Matthew chapter 10, and um, and I'm going to read verse 18. It said, and ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my, for my sake, and for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But you see, the instances of going to jail for planting drugs and stuff, who knows the, the the thing behind that, unless they're trying to get rid of you for some other evil or something or whatever. Or, or But the thing is, they can still do a conspiracy just to get rid of you if you go and teach the word of the Heavenly Father. But mm-hmm. the part that I was going to bring out also, Matthew 10 and 22, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, for Christ's name's sake. That's the, my name's sake. And he that endureth to the end shall be saved. So... So the Lord puts us in all places for his reason, but the thing is, we must remain blameless and do what's righteous, and the Heavenly Father will deliver us. Acts chapter 5, and I'm going to read verse 19 and verse 20. This is when the, the elders of Israel put the apostles Peter, James, John, and the rest of them in prison, not for sinning, not for breaking the commandment, but for teaching Jesus Christ. And it reads, Acts five nineteen. This is what happened. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life, of this life. All the words of this life. So we maintain that example and apply that. We go and speak in the name of Christ the words of this life, and the words of this life is repentance, putting on understanding and doing what's right. Though there be powers against us, the, the, like the Scripture say, with the most high for us, who can be against us? I ain't Nowhere in the Scriptures where the Heavenly Father forsook those that was righteous and did the will of his Father, did the will of the Father by the example in Jesus Christ. So that's the point that we're bringing out. You can go to prison for being evil. You can go to prison for doing what's righteous, but the Heavenly Father will have mercy and deliver you for doing what's right, and what's right is following Christ.
0: Oh, thank you. All right, well thank you, bro. Uh any anybody else wanna uh have anything else you want to bring out?
1: Can I just yeah, bring a second? Uh, oh, go ahead, bro. Well what what I want to bring out just right quick was um the, 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 the can of worms has been opened and in and, and in both cases you have children calling uh the authorities saying, Well, I got beat or I was uh, or my daddy and my mommy with me and here comes and here comes the police to, uh, to, uh, to arrest the parents So now What's the what's to say Or what's to keep a child from lying And saying that My daddy beat me or my mommy beat me And that parent didn't do that And here comes the police to, uh, to, to, to Perform an arrest And for that, that you have to be very careful Especially in these days and times And the scriptures tells us uh, Something uh, worth remembering Worth keeping in mind And it's in Isaiah chapter 3 in verse twelve, and it states. Please give me a second. In Isaiah chapter three and verse twelve, well, I'm in Jeremiah. Excuse me. In Isaiah chapter three and verse twelve, it tells us this. <clears throat> it says, "As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. All my people, they which lead thee, cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths." So the, the, the first part of the scripture is uh, the part that I wanted to emphasize. As for my people, children are their oppressors. And the fact that you've got these two cases, they're not isolated. I'm not going to say they're isolated because they're not. The fact that we've got these two incidents, excuse me, in which children are calling uh, the law behind uh, actions of their parents, especially when those actions are meant to correct and teach a lesson, that's an example of what we're reading right here. As for my people, children are their oppressors. So you know, once upon a time, and especially when I was growing up, a child was seen and not heard. That was once upon a time.
5: Nowadays,
1: like the uh, like the uh, the seventy year old seventy year old great grandmother, the children are uh, her great granddaughter. Was talking back to her and telling her what she was or was not going to do. And when mm-hmm. she decided that, okay, that's it, I'm I'm going to put these things back to perspective. She's the one that gets arrested and not the child for being disrespectful to her own great grandmother. Very good point.
0: Very good point. All right, brothers. Any, anybody else? Uh, any closing statement? Yes, Uh Yes. Oh,
3: did you want to make a? With... Uh, say something real quick I, I, I just wanted to bring out one last scripture
0: Yeah go, go ahead bro Absolutely
3: Yeah um, just on this aspect of Because we dealt with the, you know As far as the parents and, and understanding that yeah, Yes we do need to um, Teach our children according to the scriptures Discipline them and use corporal punishment But in the right way and method mm-hmm. That the scripture That the scripture lays out Um and and also on this aspect of, you know, uh, suffering uh, uh, unrighteously or suffering for righteousness' sake or justly suffering. You know, when we look at examples in the Scriptures, I'm not, I am not that brother, nor have I met any brother in all my walk in Christ who have suffered as much for righteousness' sake than an example we see in Paul in the Scriptures. And let's mm-hmm. look at Look at his situation. So whether it's being worried about cops planting guns on you or the injustices of this world, whatever, Paul suffered the same thing. Whether it was uh, before kings and princesses and, and and rulers, not just the local, you know, beat cop. You know, he suffered many different things. But this was his perspective. Second uh, Timothy chapter three and verse ten, he tells the, brother, his, the the young pastor Timothy this. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, patience. Uh, Verse 11, Pay, pay attention. Persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, were persecutions I endured. But out of them all the Lord delivered me. So, that's where we have to put our faith That's where we have to put our focus And understand that We we have to look to the most highest justice And judgment ultimately In the matters and the issues That we face in life That was it
0: Alright brothers um, If nobody else has anything else to say Then uh, I'd like to go ahead And conclude the program uh, First of all let me uh, thank The uh, people who are listening in for listening, uh, and I hope and pray that uh, there's been some edification uh, through the scriptures for all of all of those uh, and, and us here on the program. Let me uh, also thank the brothers here uh, on the program, uh, uh, Kazakia, Kabar, and Yohanathan. But uh, yeah, most of go- all, thanks goes out to the Most High in the name of His Son, Christ. So, brothers, uh, until next time, uh, I'd like to say Shalom. Brothers and sisters, thank you for visiting with us in the virtual living room of the Body of Christ Church. You can visit our website at thebocc.com, or you can email us at bodyofchrist@newreach.com, or call us at 877-871. Until our next visit, the Most High in the name of Christ, bless you. Shalom.